Welcome back to the How Do You Health podcast, Vitamizers. I am Allison with MSW Lounge here in Austin, Texas. And I say here, kind of laughing because I'm actually recording this intro from London, but that's the power of the internet, right? It brings us all together. So I am so glad to have you here with us today, no matter where you are. And this podcast was actually recorded a few weeks ago at Health Entrepreneurs FX, which is the one-day entrepreneur immersion experience that Paleo FX puts on for health and fitness entrepreneurs. Super cool. They had some awesome speakers this year. Um, honestly, just chock full of information for everyone. Um, but the cool thing was MSW Lounge got to be the sponsors for the event by bringing vitamin shots and IVs to the event. And therefore, we uh, got to get some really awesome recordings with some really awesome people. Um, So first and foremost, as always, we are brought to you by MSW Lounge in Westlake Hills, Austin, Texas, bringing you vitamin shots and IVs, as well as hormone replacement therapy, um, nutrition advice, health lifestyle things, yoga classes, things like that. Um, we are also brought to you by Slenderella, the liver detox shot blend that you can put in, uh, intramuscular shots as well as intravenous, um, IVs, which is what IV stands for intravenous injection, but science fun. Um, (laughs) it is a proprietary blend that, um, nurse Jonathan Mendoza developed and there is now a vial that has the blend already put together. So no more needing to learn the the formula for Slenderella if you're a carrier. If you are interested in being a carrier for Slenderella, you can go to slenderellausa.com and get more information there. We are also brought to you by Flabs to Fitness Inc., specializing in online health coaching, 20-minute workouts you can do anywhere, as well as social media, podcast, brand management for other health companies. Last but not least, we are brought to you by Athletic Outcomes. Athletic Outcomes is Austin's boutique wellness studio focusing on functional fitness and sports recovery. Located in Southeast Austin, AO provides services such as personal training, group classes, pre- and postnatal training, nutrition coaching, massage therapy, chiropractic, recovery compression boots, and MSW launch vitamin shots. Hmm, wonder how they got those. It is your one-stop shop for health and fitness. Check them out on social media at Athletic Outcomes to stay up to date on their events and programs. So a lot of you have probably heard of this guest today. His name is Ben Greenfield, and John and Baldo got the chance to hook him up on an IV during Health Entrepreneur FX, and I think they did some shots and IVs during Paleo FX too, but this recording is from Health Entrepreneur FX, the Thursday before Paleo FX, and they totally geeked out on all these biohacker things. Um, the audio is a little bit weird on this one just because there were kind of people coming in and out, but I tried to, tried to balance it out and, um, chop it up. So you get some, some good little behind the scenes things as well before they really got into the meat of the conversation. So, um, yeah, without further ado, here is Ben Greenfield. Right. Well, what, what are we shooting into me here? What's this brain candy stuff? Uh, Mad scientists. We have some phosphatidylcholine. We have some P5P. And uh, I'll tell you what, just because it's Ben Greenfield, we got our new Slenderella bottle that we're going to give to him with the P5P in it. Amazing. Yeah. Cool. I got yours ready. I'll give you yours first, and I'm going to load it up here. That I and I'm assuming... I website so I can take a picture of it here. I'm assuming... Is that a Lounge? Right here? 
If you're cool with it. And then our brand is yeah. Cinderella. Nice. This one will probably be like a, a focused chill, you know? Right. I just don't think it's going to be all that overstimulating how the other ones are. But I love B5. Anytime you need a choline release, like a, basically a dump of it or lower it, B5 will help you go to sleep. I've been outside for a while. I can't sit so down. So have these things been reported to you already? Or no, they, apparently they, they report to, uh, to these folks who put them on. But I'm not getting data until they like give me the, the data download in a couple of weeks. So, yeah. He's got a mail on back. So then you can just basically forget about it for two weeks. I guess so, yeah. yeah it's cool. kind of interesting because I want something that will give me reports in real time as I'm eating. Right. Well, we want it for our clients. So yeah. We do it a lot with the diabetes people. Right? Yeah. Okay. But I want to have like an app that will just like read it. As yeah. Well, we have clients that want that same shit too. So we're like, look, can you distribute it from like a master like device? They said they could. Yeah. So I thought that was cool because then we just get into like a hundred clients and then we can all monitor yeah. all the time. I asked her since the two weeks, the one week away from GSP, which is really cool. Yeah. So I thought I was going to walk in and see Ben with his pants down. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry to disappoint you. No, I heard you were coming. I got self-conscious. <laughs> yeah. Sorry to disappoint you, Keith. Well, I'll try to break in again to somebody. <laughs> yeah. Well, Bolly was telling me. So, sure. yeah, I heard you on a podcast. Yeah. I don't like to do it very often, unless it's like me. you're trying to detox. But you're probably, you're probably no, I, I do. I, I do glutathione um, yeah. a couple times a week, yeah. Nice. Yeah. I do a little more of them. Yeah, I do. Well, I do a push IV once a week, and I do a butt shot once a week with glutathione. Nice. And I love it. I feel amazing when I use it. You, you guys should come yeah. try our glutathione, man, at our booth. Where is that? The Paleo tomorrow. Paleo has glutathione. It's they have a sublingual glutathione. Yeah. Oh, no shit. Like like a liposomal. It's pretty yeah. tasty. I've got some in my fridge. Yeah. That's badass. I'll try it. Yeah, it's got uh, the glutathione and then I saw some rage chicken around here somewhere. Yeah, Thaddeus has got some. Oh yeah, nice. It's got that, the PQQ and CoQ10 in it. Has CoQ10 in it? Yeah. So all of these, we have to get FDA approved stuff. So, uh, so that's, it's the one that has an OL. We'll back on a lot of things like NAD. Which yeah, awesome. we switched it up. I'll speed it up if you want. I just usually let people get used to it. The calling's kind of thick. So does it feel yeah. right? That's fine. Cool. Yeah. So we're all in that you, can, you can always speed it up if you want. So I don't know, I spin, is it cool if I tell them? Yeah, let's, let's do it. Sweet. So you got choline in there, you have methylcobalamin, you have uh, methionine and acetol, you have B-complex, and you have one of my personal favorite vitamins right now, vitamin B6, the active form P5P. And the P5P and the choline, what he's getting essentially is not only a nootropic shock, but I believe that with research and everything, we'll be able to prove that uh, we can do stuff with the brain and help it become healthy. I dude, I want to ask you so much because there's, I mean, we were we had Michelle on a podcast today, and I think it's pretty cool because she actually like called me a biohacker, and I knew I, I kind of knew I was one for a while, but like the vitamins that we do and all that's our approach, and I think that's really cool and kind of like I was saying before, uh, one I've never been to paleo, I've never been to anything like this, mm -hmm. but I've been in like at the lab just kind of just researching you know and just making mad scientist shit and then i started finding out more about like y'all and i think it's really cool what y'all do because you don't have like a you don't have someone restricting you telling you what you can say and what you can't do like that's when i was like dude if you're doing like you know prp stuff on your own like that's badass like who obviously like you learn this on your own somewhere but for most people i mean we don't we don't ever get a chance to actually talk to people about you know like here's here's the medications that 
you know, you can get off of and here's the option, mm-hmm. right? Other than like, you go off from your own, like what we did and just went rogue and just start doing this, you right. know? And so, I mean, like, I just got to know if there's anything out, out there that I'm missing, if you know what I mean. Missing from uh, what I could from, be doing from an IV standpoint. Yeah, like what else could I be doing that you see like in a natural clinical setting? Like what could the I mean, NAD is the elephant in the room that that I think is the most efficacious. But you guys said you might run into some. We just need to get it from issues. A, no, we can we can buy it. There's the thing was here's the honest truth is I've never given it yeah. before. But because remember the, you guys are already doing like high dose vitamin C. I mean, not all the time because I don't, well, the thing is like, if you're doing a high dose one, are you doing like a full cleanse? Are you doing like preventing like cancer stuff or are you going like infected with something? Like a hundred grams, like just for prevention. But Jason West, who's kind of, I was recently at in uh, Pocatello, Idaho, he does the high dose vitamin C, but then he also does a procaine and vitamin B12 injections into like nerve areas to essentially like push the reboot button on on nervous tissue yeah. and um that's cool i had that done and it was really efficacious i was there with two other people kind of big hitters in the health industry who struggled with gut pain and, and bloating and they both got procaine and vitamin b12 you know it's like 50 injections like it's just like pop 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 pop, pop like bumblebee stings like all over like sub q you know, or like, yeah, yeah oh, okay yeah, like sub q okay and um incredible incredible change like literally overnight well, see, that's the other thing. For the research I see, I base my doses off of that. And then what I've seen in clinical. You said 100 grams of yeah. vitamin C. Yeah, so you basically, like, that whole bag. Is there for about six hours of vitamin C. Maybe, no. Four. Four hours. Not six. So you would do that what, once a year? Um, I think some of his cancer patients do more oh, sure. than that. But, yeah. yeah, for preventative purposes, you know, it's not, it's not too far from where I live. I'd probably go in there about twice a year. Nice. Yeah. See, so that's interesting because we basically just test the limits on like people. Like, he's my guinea pig, so like anything we come yeah. up with, like I'm just like, tell me about what you feel with this, because also like mm-hmm. his methylation gene's horrible. Like you can totally tell that he has depression because like of the way he responds to the vitamins, but then also the gene. And then we test a bunch of other shit on, which is you know interesting. But like every time we talk to we talk to like Dave uh, uh, Asprey, and he talks about NAD, and then like Mercola was talking about it too. So I'm just like, man. I want to know what's the limit you can push on it because from a standpoint like nutrition, you're a sports uh, endurance athlete, right? So then you can do like how many IVs in a week you would say? Like safely. Five, seven. Yeah, like you could do one every day, right? Yeah. So that's why I'm thinking too. All the research shows like I don't even know if you could do it more than a couple of times a week, but I'm just thinking why couldn't you? Because there's no toxicity levels for these things. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I felt amazing. What's crazy? But, because- but I'm just... Honestly, I'm also just kind of guinea pigging it. But sure. I felt amazing doing one every day right now. And like I mentioned, that that's one a day push IV, basically, you know, such a Myers cocktail. Uh, and then glutathione separately. Yeah. And then a little bit of glutathione intramuscularly as well. All right. So I got to ask yeah. you, because other people have said too, so why the glutathione separately? Apparently, vitamin C and glutathione, apparently the vitamin C causes more rapid degradation of the glutathione. Yeah. When the two are administered simultaneously. Is that what we heard too, or was it like it makes it more like... Sure, yeah, because it starts to break down if you do it together outside. Mm-hmm. But once it's in the blood, if the blood's doing the mixing, then it's cool. Right. You yeah. just wouldn't want it mixed in the same bag. Bag, correct. Because it would yes. be pre-solidified. Right. Okay. All right. So then the follow-up to that is we had one client, maybe two, that told us if you take glutathione from an outside source, do you shut down your own production? Mm, 
your own endogenous production of glutathione. Yeah. It would be similar to antioxidants if you uh, if you don't need, let's say, ascorbic acid or vitamin E or any of these other you know synthetic or natural antioxidants, and you're taking them, such as the studies where they've got you know a gentleman riding for thirty minutes on a bicycle and then administering high dose antioxidants and saying it blunts the hormetic response to exercise, well, they need to repeat that study in Ironman triathletes and in UFC fighters and, and in people who, who are actually generating, not necessarily healthy people, but people generating a very high amount of free radicals. Yeah. Right? Yes, do, yeah. do that, do that freaking study in, in pilots yeah. and uh, you know, airline stewardesses, people who are exercising for 90 plus minutes a day and compare that to what the results would be when you're just testing. That, that's, it's funny you say that because the we are saying we can measure troponin levels in some of the blood panels I've been ordering. Yeah. And you know troponin levels are like when you have a cardiac arrest. And so yeah. I'm like, why in the hell would I want to order on a normal panel? But I'm finding that some of these athletes that I'm treating, yeah. they're troponin. Oh, I mean, I'll, I'll test after a uh, after a you know a hard workout set, you know, like a like a block of a few days of hard exercise. My CRP will be like. It'll jump from zero point two or below to eight plus, you know. Yeah. And eight plus is still on this. Sure. His was a hundred. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You see thirty, forty plus in, in cardiovascular disease yeah. patients. Well now it's point why three. was yours at hundred? Just lifestyle and, and diet. Yeah. Um now it's at point three. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. completely the opposite. Yeah. yeah, this guy was like sixty pounds heavier and then he was like eating me and you know, normal college athlete, but then Sorry. Oh, sorry, man. And but the crazy thing was, um, he was running for like triathlons and everything, and training for. It. He couldn't even over touch his toes. Yeah. And he was like, "Dude, you ever stretch like after you get done running?" He's like, "Not really." Yeah. I'm like what the hell, dude? Like he was just like all low power. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so so he started doing yoga every day, and he fell in love with it. And then he's like, well, "I'm gonna go vegan because it just agrees with me more." And the next thing you know, like I was like, "Well, let's measure your blood work two years later." Yeah. Measure, dude. His testosterone went up from like two hundred something total to like six something, and I was like, "That's badass, dude!" Like you raised it four hundred points. Wow. Yeah. And so like I have like I have guys like him, and then I have other guys that are taking like either like ashwagandha or their maca, licorice root. They're blasting their adrenals, which is great, and all of a sudden they raise their testosterone naturally. Yeah. And it's crazy because there's no studies on people like you and. Everyone else is doing this because guess what? Like you're not going into the universities and saying, "Hey, why don't you yeah. go test me?" Or unless well, you are, I don't there's know. a few. You know, I did the study at University of Connecticut with Dr. Jeff Bullock on fat metabolism. That's badass. And, and that was a that was a 12 month ketotic diet, you know, followed by VO2 max testing and microbiome testing and muscle biopsy and fat biopsy and no shit. You did resting calorimetry, exercise calorimetry, and it was pretty intensive. That's awesome. That's cool. That study rewrote the textbooks when it comes to fat metabolism during exercise. That's awesome. How recent was this? That was two years ago. Really? Yeah. I so think that's, that's, that study's been published and, and yeah. it's, it's cited pretty heavily in, in uh, you know, the ketotic sectors as, as, a, as a keto-friendly study. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the proof. Sure. Yeah. That's badass. Granted, a, a, the group of athletes who had spent a pretty long period of time in fat adaptation, right, like 6 to 12 months. Yeah. Versus the typical, you know, four days to two weeks, and a lot of these studies are utilizing. Well, besides, like, uh, like obviously, you probably push, like, everything to the max. You want me to speed it up? I could probably take a little bit faster. Yeah, there you go. Uh, the, uh, the other labs, what do they look at, too? Like, kidneys, liver, like, were there changes in that, too? They... 
did look at liver enzymes. I don't recall it being anything significant. Um, the main significance was the, the fat oxidation rate jumping from about 1.0 up to 1.7 to 1.8 grams per minute in the fat adapted athletes with no loss in performance. Yeah. That was the biggie. Um, and the, uh, the muscle biopsies showed a slightly lower glycogen level in muscle, which you'd expect in the fat mm-hmm. adapted athletes, but again, no loss in performance compared with that. So. That's badass. Mm-hmm. So, you, but you mentioned the, like, the, the SODs, like the free radical damage and all that, you said that was, was it increase or decrease in, the, in, the, in your, like your study? I don't recall if it was increased or decreased, or even if the if the reports were significant on that. Yeah, you'd expect for it to be lower, right? With less free radical production, less carbohydrate, yeah, less glucose oxidation. But yeah, I don't recall. If you were to pull up the faster study, I believe the full text is available, and you might be able to actually pull up those values. That's badass. Yeah, it's the it's the faster study. I can I could possibly look it up here. See, that's incredible because that's that's what I would want to know as well because I do deal with a bunch of healthy individuals, right? But that's essentially what biohackers are, right? You're healthy people. You don't go to the doctor because, you know, like, what are you going to learn from them, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're like, all right, well, I want to measure other things in real time. I mean, that's yeah. the cool. I had a client that came in. He's like, what's your ketones at? I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, well, come here. Yeah. And he'd stick out your hand. And I saw that, and I thought that was cool. It was interesting. I mean, this monitor is going to be able to measure GSP, which is glycated serum protein, in what, three weeks, right? So they're going to push for it. That's going to be badass, man, because I really do believe that uh, when it comes to, like, metabolism issues, we miss the boat most of the times. I mean, it's more of, like, an insulin regulation thing, right? If you can regulate that, minimize free radical damage, mm-hmm. you can bounce back a lot quicker. Genetics play a huge role in it, but doing all this stuff can minimize your inflammation, which eventually is your downfall. I mean, that's all it is, gen, right? Genetics, inflammation, and nutrition. Let me see. I've got the full text here pulled up in front of me. Um, actually, do I have a full text? Did you get shot? Uh, this is the abstract. Get the results. Why? Why is I know one person? Yeah, circulating metabolites. Um, circulating markers of lipid metabolism indicated a significant greater level of ketogenesis and lipolysis, lipolysis in low carb athletes, as you would expect. Serum non-esterified fatty acids were higher. Um, in the low carb group, plasma triglycerides were not different. Let's see if they reported um, on any of these inflammatory markers. That's, the US. That's, yeah. badass. That's so badass. Um, I mean, they, they, they tested a lot of this. At, yeah, granted, it does not appear they really focus on it much at all. Um, I mean, they saw lower glycerol kinase activity in the skeletal muscle of the low carb athletes, which again would reflect lower amount of glucose metabolism, but. Um, so then, it, the, the, it is true. So they, then that just proves right there that when you're doing that, you're pulling your energy from your fat storage, no doubt, right? Like you're not pulling from the muscle. Absolutely. Yeah, the low carb athletes had threefold higher levels of, of circulating beta hydroxybutyrate. Yeah. Um, That's badass. But let's see. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't really report much on inflammatory biomarkers. I know that they they ran full blood panels. But they didn't. They didn't report on that in the actual study. At least right. not in this one. All right. Where well, did you Where did you first get your uh, like your passion to understand all this? Well, I have a master's degree in physiology, so <laughs> That's I mean, a start. part of, part <laughs> of it is just education, 
you know, and, and then just uh, you know, follow up uh, self-education, lots of reading. I, I do have a, a strength and conditioning certification from the National Strength and Conditioning Association. Okay. Um, and a, a, a sports nutrition certification from the, from the ISSN. But honestly, the majority of my knowledge is just reading books research articles yeah but it was never like uh like oh i'm gonna turn my life kind of around and, and then you went down that no, path with you. Never, cool. no no uh no as they say a wounded healer story sure, yeah. was never never morbidly obese or or sick knock on wood but uh yeah i just always kind of had a passion for this stuff that's cool were your parents yeah. like healthy yeah. eaters and all that too? oh hell no no hell no. <laughs> no, no i grew up so in college, I, I had about a two-year stint as a bodybuilder, and I ate a very high-protein, uh, low-fat, low-carbohydrate diet. Um, I'd take you know, hot dogs and dip them in peanut butter, and that would be dinner. Or, oh, yeah? <laughs> you know, uh, eat a few cans of tuna fish with some ketchup poured over it to make it taste okay. And uh, I grew up on peanut butter Captain Crunch and Cocoa Puffs and iceberg lettuce and pizza. Get bags and bags and bags of the 29 cent hamburgers on 29 cent hamburger day at McDonald's. Yeah, that was a crush from our college yeah. too. Yeah, and uh, we did it too. So, no, I, I did not grow up eating healthy at all. At all. So, really, my wife was more of like a food prep Montana rancher girl. Like, she's the person who really got me into more ancestral eating just because that was the way she grew up cooking. Like, you want bread you make bread you go ferment some sourdough bread you want a cinnamon roll you make everything from right. scratch yeah. right like anything you want meat you go in and pick out which of the sheep on the farm you're gonna kill yeah that's what my and, dad said yeah yeah i want to if you want to measure some of the other stuff like in that and take a step like further a, like a pre-post yeah. cool yeah because yeah. i want yeah. i don't have enough like healthy subjects to where i can like kind of push the limits yeah. to it but what, what kind of blood work do you like so I like genetic and inflammatory markers. So like the GSP is one of the things I like. Uh, MPO, troponin for like heart disease, obviously homocysteine. ACOE for like uh, Alzheimer's risk. Yeah. Um, we have a urinalysis check uh, that sees how like tryptophan converts over to either serotonin or if it goes like uh, quinonolate acid, you know, where you're basically yeah. just like stress the hell out and you're basically calling yourself to go to Alzheimer's. That'd be very Yeah, but the thing about it is, I keep talking about the research again, uh, there's a, a gentleman who designed it, brilliant guy, has a PhD in, uh, I think, maybe biochemistry, and he wanted uh, this applied in the pain world. And I used to be in pain management, and I don't want any part of that ever again, like something like that. And so he said, well, these doctors are getting these testing. They don't know what to do with it. Like, they order it, and they can go, like, you know, but they're like, what do we do? They even made a custom supplement that's not getting them anywhere. And so I was like, well, you know, what if I apply this in my clinic because I'm using yeah. the same stuff you recommend? Yeah. And so it's working. Now, these, is this all blood work? Is it salivary markers or a mix of everything? Blood work and urinalysis. Yeah. But if you have a salivary, if you have any testing that I should include okay. in my clinic, what we can do it. But, yeah. but right now, I, I kind of tinkered on the idea. It's like, I'd like to know yeah. more about like, sports physiology, physiology with endurance athletes. What are they doing to their body? Because 
Yeah. One of the cool things, I told him to read your book, that's why he, loved, he wanted you to sign it. Because uh, you're on the nail with the hormones. Listen, B12. Like the adrenal, like the deficiency, like the guys and all that. I mean, endurance athletes have no idea what they're doing to their cortisol levels when they just push it for three hours. Yeah, I did that. Yeah. So I think when you do your your hacks and everything you're doing, always yeah, tell people ashwagandha, adaptogens, whatever you do to stimulate the adrenals. Like they, they produce testosterone too. Yeah. Okay. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. But if you want, the invitation's there. Okay. If you ever want to like have a person who you say, hey, I can like push the labs, yeah. I'll do it. Yeah, most of my labs I just kind of run on my own, you know, via ordering and getting done via LabCorp or Quest, but that would be interesting. Totally good. Well, I mean, I'd say, if you want to come in, our clinic's out in Wesley. If you ever want to stop by, yeah. and uh, I got I a come moment. to Texas to hunt sometimes too. <laughs> I like to hunt down here. What do you like, like to hunt? Yeah, uh, down here. The last time I hunted, it was for Axis deer, and oh, then of nice. course pig. Yeah. Where'd you go? What part? Pig. Uh, it was in the high country. I, it was. I flew into Austin. We had like a two-hour drive out of Austin. Yeah. I remember exactly. Eagle Pass has a bunch of I was going to say, he even went southwest. Like thousand acre. It was flat though, right? Yeah. Yeah, you went southwest Texas. Yeah. yeah. That's where you could find that. Because if you go northwest Austin, it's all the hill country. Yeah. Yeah. That's good riding if you ever want to go out there. Like out Bicycle there. Bicycle riding. Yeah, like if you yeah. wanted to, yeah, you could go out there and just get lost yeah. forever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't do a lot of those long bicycle rides anymore. Yeah. You still yeah. do Ironman or no? No. Yeah. No. Why? Because I did enough of them. I know I know how they go. I pretty much got that out of my system. Sure, yeah. Man. Uh, so, but you don't have any that you're like, oh, I'm going to do another one right now. If I were to get offered money and it were to be like for some kind of experiment or something, like, I don't know. Uh, Iron Man on a carnivorous diet or something. You know, just something like that. I would consider it. But it <laughs> you have to do it all barefoot. You would have to, you'd have to <laughs> give me lots of ribeye steaks and a little bit of a stipend because at this point I'm just doing it for the sheer for the science enjoyment of doing an Ironman. Well, what if we get a shit ton of NAD beforehand? Wow. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I feel pretty good from this IV. Yeah. Yeah. I feel I feel as though it cleared my head up a little bit. Hell yeah, but us. Because I didn't sleep much last night. All right, so again, guys, sorry for how choppy this recording was. Uh, clearly, the clinic that was set up at PaleoFX headquarters was pretty poppin', but um, I think we got some good sound bites in here. And uh, thank you again, Ben, for letting us record you while you were hooked up <laughs> to an IV. Uh, I hope you guys got some good little nuggets from Ben on here. You can find him um, at just Google Ben Greenfield Fitness. He's everywhere. Um, he likes to experiment on things a lot, but thanks for listening, Vitamizers. Catch you next time.